Thursday afternoon, this is the Master in Hokanui as we catch up with Phil Duncan from Weatherwatch. Phil Duncan, how are you, buddy? Oh, I love it. I love that intro. It's always such a grand intro. No other radio station in New Zealand gives me such a cool intro. Well, I've told you before, I could sit there and play weather with you, but how blimmin' cliche. Yeah, and uh, I can tell you that another radio station used that exact song yesterday. So, uh, yes, you are correct, correct, and he even got called out for it being a cheesy song. <laughs> oh, I've ruined Alanis Morissette for you for life, though, haven't I? <laughs> oh, that's all right. It was one of my first albums, actually, Jagged Little Pill. Jagged Little Pill, yeah, came out in 96. It. it was massive. Yeah, brilliant. I've still got it. I don't listen to it anymore because CDs are just a nightmare. But, yeah, very cool. I've still got CDs. I've got them in boxes in the garage. I'm just trying to show them to the boys what they are. I've still got tapes. Jeez, I found my uh, first um, air check from uh, when I was in Nelson in 1997 the other day. And the boys <laughs> looked at me, what do you do with it? And I've they didn't know what to well do. I on a cassette tape. And the last time I listened to it, it was I, was I was doing the biggest, fakest radio voice you've ever heard in your life. I was just, hi there. I talk like this because that's what radio <laughs> announcers do. And it's just weird. It's like, who is this guy? <laughs> hey, Philip Duncan there, you're tuned in. You know, it's Phil the Duncan, thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I always wanted to work on a station where I could say, you're Funkin' with Phil Duncan. But <laughs> Actually, I've got mates. Happened. <laughs> I've got mates to say, I should call my show AM on the FM and the PM. <laughs> I love that. That's it's not brilliant. bad, actually. Credit to Stu and Gemma O'Neill. They've had me on about that. But nonetheless, digressing, the weather. Since we've spoken to you last, mate, we've had a hell of a lot going on down here in the south. Yeah, you got back to normal, and rainfalls come back. I, I, I think I said, you know, it would be death by paper cuts, but it was a little bit faster than that. It was kind of the rain came in, and that was the end. So well, It was like um, a guillotine at one stage. Yeah, very quick and sudden. Um, now we're seeing showers, and, and, and we're into that typical... April weather pattern where one day it feels like it's still kind of summer and then the next day it's like winter. Uh, so we've got cold weather coming up the next day or two. Today's cold, only got up to about 9 degrees today if you're lucky. You might get to 10 maybe. Um, tonight's low is 3. Tomorrow's daytime temperature warms up more. It gets up to the, to the 14 degree mark. But the overnight low tomorrow night is down to 1. So we'll be seeing frosts around on um, good, good Friday morning or at least on, on the Saturday morning. Could be seeing some frost around. But then over the weekend, back comes the sun. The east to northeast winds kick in, and you've got daytime highs in the late teens, maybe even up to 20 degrees by Monday, and double-digit overnight lows by the start of next week for a couple of nights. So very much um, like waves at sea. You've got one day where you're down in the low kind of temperatures and it's a bit miserable, and then a couple of days later, you're back up again into the warmth, and it's not too bad. So classic mid-April weather, or early early April weather, I should say, um, coming in for Southland for the next several days. How are we looking for April in general? A few people, um, they got ahead of the curve as far as harvest, but they just got held up with these dewy mornings. How are we looking for the rest of the month? Yeah, very similar. The pattern we've got now is, is very much with us, where we're getting a mixture of highs and lows. It's not sort of one dominating. And so we've got a big low-pressure zone coming through next week. Most of that rain's falling on the West Coast, and you'll be getting um, a bit of a southerly change coming through at some point. Not as cold as the one you've got at the moment, though, uh, but another cooler change next week for a time. Rainfall-wise, not a huge amount on the way. We're looking at about, I don't know, maybe about 15, 1.5 millimetres coming through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. 
Um, but the next high pressure zone that's coming in, the next big powerful one is, there's one this weekend, um, which is a fairly weak one, but that, that's going to give you some nice weather though, I think. But next, uh, a week from now, there's another high coming in and that looks more powerful, but it could be tracking south of New Zealand, which is a little unusual for this time of the year. So if we do get that, that's likely to again cut off a lot of rain, keep things a bit drier and not bring in any of those big southerlies just for now. It will be, um, it'll be probably more easterly driven weather later on next week. So not a bad forecast really for you guys. You're probably one of the better regions to be in at the moment. Are we looking at a warmer autumn on, in general like we did last year? I think it will be a warmer than average autumn, but it will have these little blips of cold that might be colder than what we've been experiencing the last couple of years. And that's because we are seeing big highs that are scooping up the air down in the Southern Ocean, uh, over the Southern Ocean, and, and dragging it up over New Zealand. So you could have a day or two that are much colder than what we've been having, but overall, the net effect, I think, will be still warmer than average. Our Climate Watch update that we just put out says Southland will be... Uh, one of the warmer regions compared to average. So you're going to be about 0.6 or 0.7 degrees above average. Um, last winter, you were over a degree above average. So it's still warmer than average overall, but not as bad as last year, potentially. You know, these long-range forecasts are very general, and I like to point it out a lot more than the other guys do. I like to really say these are general. If we can't nail a weather forecast 10 days out, don't don't try and nail in a climate outlook for three months away. Mm. It's more of a general understanding of where the highs and lows are going and therefore what kind of airflow and rain are we likely to get from that setup. And at this stage, uh, Southland does lean a little bit drier and a little bit warmer than average, but you could still break records and have colder weather in those, you know, a month is, a, is four weeks. You might have a record-breaking cold night. That, that is one or two nights of that entire month. So I hope that all makes sense. But that's kind of what we're looking at. Now, La Nina's been over here on her OE for the last couple of years, but she's run out of money. She's gone home. Are we going to see her brother, El Nino, turn up for a while now? Yeah, she's gone back to, um, gone back to the Americas. And, yeah, the brother is uh, trying to get going. We are looking at a potential El Nino later this year in spring. Um, the risk is moderate for that to happen. And that's a 50% risk, so it's not a flip of a coin. It's, it's getting up to that moderate, and next step after that will be high risk. So there's, there's, all the indicators are saying this will happen. So that basically is the opposite of La Nina. La Nina is more about low pressure north of New Zealand and big highs east of New Zealand, and that setup encourages a lot of nor'easters and tropical lows. That's exactly what we had this summer. Uh, with El Nino, it's the opposite. We get high-pressure systems to our west, not to our east. And that placement, putting it out near Tasmania, means that we get a lot of southerlies and a lot of westerlies that blow through. So it's kind of like autumn carries on all year, and we don't really get into the... Um, don't necessarily get the uh, tropical weather that we were getting in the past. So we're in a neutral zone now. That means we can get anything thrown at us. Might be a tropical low one day, Southern Ocean storm the next. But if we do get El Nino later this year, more southwesters will be the, the forecast. So the predominant wind will really dominate in eastern areas and inland areas, including northern Southland, central Otago. Those areas do tend to dry out a little more than usual. So just have that in the back of your mind. It's not, you can't really do much about it this far out, yeah. but that's, that's the potential for later in the year. Phil Duncan from Weather Watch, so good to have your dulcet toads back on the radio here on The Muster. Catch up next week. 
Thanks, mate. It's been great being back with you. And, uh, yeah, it's good being back. Look forward to next week. Phil Duncan out of Weather Watch. Always great to have his musings on the muster. Um, up next, we're doing the country crossover, being a shorter week. Jamie McKay, he's on the programme.